The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the Pod Station. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Goldfish Marketing Podcast. My name is Mark Pollard, my business is Funky Vibes Marketing. If you can hear Snigger in the background, the chances are, or at least I hope, whoever's been editing this episode has edited out the 15 attempts to do a very simple intro that I failed to do. Uh, so, a bad language. <laughs> yeah, and, and quite a lot of bad language as a result of my poor performance. I'm hoping that this is just a slow start and that I will get into my groove very quickly. You've heard him then. Uh, it is my fellow co-host. Uh, fellow co-host. There you go. Just managed to mess it up again. Put your teeth in, Mark. It's uh, Chris Froxford from My Marketing Guy. Hiya, Chris. Well, it can only get better from now, can't it, Mark? Uh, hi, Mark. Hi, Elaine. Hi, everybody. I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> well, this is going to be interesting, not least because I can't seem to talk properly. <laughs> Thankfully, we have another co-host. We have the fabulous Elaine Atherton from T- To Sum It Up, who has got a-, a poor internet connection. So this could get even more interesting because garlic, garlic, Dalek, Elaine, <laughs> not necessarily be able to talk. Hi, Elaine. <laughs> Hello, I hope you can hear me all right. Do I sound like a darling? <laughs> no, but I think there's a <laughs> lag about the same length as travelling to Australia. Oh, is that? Oh, really? <laughs> I don't really know what's gone on today. I really don't. <laughs> Elaine hasn't paid her bills, everybody. Or at least absolutely, the husband. Yeah, absolutely. The husband isn't pedalling fast enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before anything more cataclysmic goes wrong, uh, let's move swiftly on. Now it's not really a news section. We do try and do some news, but because of the world's gone to rack and ruin this last five months, there's only been one topic on the tip of our tongue. Uh, but I did want to mention something that I came across, or rather a client of mine raised to me a few weeks ago and was well worth mentioning. It's a topic that we've touched on before, which is LinkedIn, which of course is the master Mr. Chris Roxburgh's uh, field. Uh, And it's more about the business pages that you can create on LinkedIn. Now, I think we've said it many times before, and I'm not entirely convinced Chris isn't still of that same opinion. He can tell us in a moment. But business pages on LinkedIn have had a bit of a damp squid of approval thus far, as opposed to, say, the Facebook business pages, which have seemed to have had a bit more success and engagement on them. However, one thing I wanted to make people aware of, because not everybody is, 
is that over the course of the last 12 months, LinkedIn has been rolling in changes, which very much seem to be adapting the Facebook tools and and user functions in a, I suspect, in a bid to try and make them on a par with Facebook business pages. And it's the function in particular that I'm thinking of, of being able to invite your LinkedIn connections. You know, those thousands of connections you have no idea what to do with. You can now invite them to like your page. You get a hundred free invite options each month and it refreshes each month. But if anybody from that hundred invites likes your page, those invites go back into the can. So if you invite 100 people and 10 like your page, you can then use those 10 in that same month to invite another 10 people and so on and so forth. So I wasn't sure whether you'd you'd had a, a chance to have a play with this, Chris, and whether you had any thoughts on if it would improve your your belief that the business pages are a bit of a damp squid. I haven't had a chance to play with it. Well, no, that's a lie. I have had a chance to play with it, but I've not played with it. I do feel that, um, going back to people by people, I think on LinkedIn, my business push will always be through my personal profile. I've got a business page, but it's relatively static. I've only really got it through for professional reasons, so that when I'm doing workshops, I demonstrate how it's made up and so on and so forth. But uh, I think in spite of the the efforts that LinkedIn are obviously making, I I do believe it will be a little while before buy-in is uh, is universal and uh, and the, the business pages take off in the way that they were originally intended. Because, you know, we are all small companies, there are only so many pages we can manage. And to be fair, my personal page is my personal priority, not my business page on LinkedIn. Not on Facebook, but on LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, for me, I tend to do posts onto my business pages. And certainly because I've got multiple businesses, I tend to use those as putting the content and then yeah. use my personal page will share that content. Uh, to try and drive people towards those pages. So uh, if it is a, a push towards making them more popular, I'm all for this. And I'd probably say to people, do you know, if you, you're sitting at home for five minutes, just jump on and do the invites. There's no harm in building up a, a prospective audience because if ultimately it does become a thing and a fad, you know, people suddenly do want to start using them in the same way as Facebook. What you don't want to find is that when you're inviting people, your invites are that along with... 500 million other people trying to invite their pages and then those who are receiving those invites become saturated i liken it a bit to the the gdpr the or rather the pre-gdpr build up when you get in millions of do you want to opt in emails leading up to that deadline you don't really want to be one of those million emails you want to be one now that's getting in there before it becomes popular yeah no that's that's a fair point of view I'm still going to major on the personal profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, Elaine, I, I didn't see you there because your pictures disappeared from the screen. We can't look at your lovely face, but clearly you're still there because I heard you chuntling in the background. So uh, what are your thoughts, Elaine? Uh, well, I don't have a business page on LinkedIn. And I probably, yeah, so sit in the same camp as Chris with that one. And that's not to say I wouldn't have one if I thought it was going to be a good idea. 
Um, and uh, you know, the, the thing you've just spoken about sounds like a, a positive move anyway to build the business pages. But you know, that said, we can all have a million things and be all over the place. But if we're not going to make good use of them, then it's, it's pointless having them, really, isn't it? So it's could brilliant. I, could I make a recommendation? That, that you do have a, a, a business page on LinkedIn. You don't mm-hmm. have to do anything with it, but it's um, it, it's just that added bit of credibility that gives you it gives you your company logo on your personal profile next to the entry to sum it up. Elaine Atherton gives you gives you the the link there that's through to your business your business page. Your business page will be bit like a static website, if you like, just containing the, mm. the bare minimum information. But it's another fingerprint on the web for SEO purposes. I do yeah, th- I suppose. I, I, do people look at it, though? I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? I just think, well, you know, if, if nobody's going to look at it, what what's the point? Yeah, but in your, in your profile, in your <clears> job roles, it has all of the things, and you've probably already got in there yeah, to sum it up. I've been the king, yeah. the kingpin to sum it up for X period. Well, what you want is you want the logo there. You want them to be able to click through onto that, onto that page. It, I mean, if only for an aesthetic reason, it looks better. But as you say, okay. for Chris, it just gives that extra added credibility. It's a credibility thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I thought. I'd right. Well, that. on your advice, gentlemen, I shall do that then. Splendid. So we've <laughs> achieved something already, even though my mouth doesn't work properly. Moving swiftly on then to the topic of the day, we were uh, we were wondering because we we've had some guests on recently, uh, and we thought, well, we just do one for ourselves for a change, and then promptly couldn't come up with the topic. <laughs> so uh, we we you have, don't a... have to admit that. No, I don't. But you know, full disclosure, Chris, it, the, okay. we're, we're, it's only me, you, Elaine, and the listeners. Um, yeah. So uh, the we, listener. but yeah, but we have come up with the topic. Uh, and in actual fact, it's probably a topic that we will revisit. And in fact, it'll probably be a topic that we'll split up and revisit in a lot more detail further down the line. We wanted to look at the benefits or indeed the reasons why you might want to look at using audio and video uh, for or as part of your marketing strategy and your plan. Because I know we all use it in some form or another, and it's definitely becoming more popular out there. And it's well worth understanding what your options are, understanding how you can use it, and of course, understanding how you can potentially do some of it yourself so that you're not paying money out unnecessarily if you don't have it. And also understanding where you just need to accept that there are skill sets that will need to be used in order to get the best results. So who shall I come to first? I'm going to come to you, Elaine, first. Let's start with audio. I know you've started, certainly since we've started doing this, you've started doing a lot more audio audio promotional content for your business. Has that been of help? How have you got into it? What have you used it for? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm a big fan of audio, really. Even though I'm a visual person, which sort of contradicts itself, really, doesn't it? But actually, I do like... Does at the moment. Um, it does, because can't, <laughs> we can't see your face. Well, when I put my video on at the moment you're you just sound like yeah something out of doctor who so it's better if i turn it off but anyway you're not missing much let me tell you but the point is yes have i so yeah i did last year last august 
I started my um, podcasting uh, as in my program was done in little mini podcasts on my website. So, so for me, that was a really easy way of me writing training. So obviously I wrote it and then I, you know, spoke it. Uh, that's, that's sounds like very good English and recorded them all. Uh, so for me, it was, it was really, really easy and actually quite enjoyable. And I'm not saying that, you know, I did them all and they were all perfect first. In fact, you know, are they all perfect now? Probably not. But, you know, it was a, it was more of a natural way for me to deliver a message, really. So for me, it worked definitely. And of course, doing this with you guys has been really good too. And, um, and then I started my own podcast as well, which for little for small businesses, I pay it forward. So that I just find it quite an easy and natural, comfortable way for me to deliver my messages, really. And so does it work for my business? Absolutely. Yes, it does. I wouldn't I wouldn't take it out of my business at all. I'll, I'll continue to do more, um, I would say, if anything. Podcasts are an obvious one because, of course, we are a podcast, Chris, so... It, it it speaks volumes that, that these are the kind of things that we're doing to raise awareness of of our business. But Elaine mentioned quite a useful one there, which is training. You do training, and and so the audio sort of packages certainly sound like quite a good tool. Uh, yes, yes, I I am very much the uh, the junior partner of the three of us here in terms of audio and video experience. A lot of most of my training is done, well all my training is done live so whether it's workshop or webinar yes i've been tempted by the sort of uh, the sort of model that elaine has has gone into i've been tempted by the selfie video but the truth is this is this is the only this is the only audio area that arena that i've uh, i've got involved with with, with you two um, thoroughly enjoyable would I enjoy it quite so much if I was doing it uh, just on my own, recording selfie videos or podcast-type things, training? I'm not sure. I think you've, I think you've got to have the right, right mindset, the right, the, the right amount of confidence and so on and so forth to, to do this sort of thing. I, I do want to do a selfie video, but I, uh, I don't want to make a, an absolute thing of myself either. With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to selfie videos because that's something that, that I think both you and I can get stuck into with a bit more uh, detail. Uh, sticking with the audio for a second, so some of the, I, I suppose it might help to get the conversation going if I, I mentioned some of the things that people are probably familiar with for using audio. So podcast is an obvious one. It doesn't cost an awful lot these days to get yourself a microphone. Uh, there's free software like Audacity that you can use to edit it. 
joining or having a show on the likes of Apple or Spotify or Google Play doesn't cost you anything. I suppose there is a small cost attached to the the storing of the, the data files and the creating of that infrastructure, but it doesn't cost a fortune and it's pretty much once it's set up it can run itself. But other things I suppose you've got you've got things like radio. I mean, has has anyone ever done any uh, radio advertising with a, a business either now or in a former life? I did it in a former life, yeah. yeah. And was yeah. it any good? Because it comes across as quite expensive. Yeah, it didn't do a lot really. It was a bit of a trial for the company I worked for, and it didn't it didn't do do much really. I think the challenge is, isn't it? I mean, you know, I'm sure somebody would prove me wrong who is an expert in that field. But you know, most people are either listening to the radio on the go, aren't they? You're either in the car or you're doing something. So so then it's like you know you're getting details or whatever you're doing. It's not always the easiest way to register the information is that um and that you have to there's there was also the drip feed effect is that you've got to be you've got to have a lot of them to actually for then people to say oh yeah i've heard this one um so it's not just a you know one off is just not going to cut the mustard is it so yeah. so it didn't really work for um for the company that i work for i mean the place i worked at first we used to do a radio campaign we got it at a, a slightly beneficial rate because they got in there right at the beginning of when adverts for this sort of thing were just a, an idea, a concept. Uh, and we did get lots of work as a result or off the back of these adverts. We did stop eventually, and I suspect that was largely due to the fact that the cost for radio advertising certainly is quite mm. expensive. And I suspect at some point the cost of continuing to do it vastly overtook the amount of work that was generated as a result so uh, it is but but then again i mean these are one of the things people need to bear in mind i mean in those days um there wasn't social media in those days sticking adverts in between tv or on the radio wasn't a big deal uh at worst you go Mm. make a cup of coffee during an advert break of your your film whereas now we have lots of things on demand these podcasts are on demand so if adverts pop up in the middle people might skip past them because they have the ability to do that whereas they didn't really have that in those days so i guess i've got to i've got to attach those two things to the fact that the culture's changed but then again i suppose when you have an audio file for an advert that say you've used on radio you do have the ability to use it on social media, don't you, Chris? There are multiple functions, and Elaine was saying there that it's not worth just having it done once. It needs to be repeat. But, of course, you can easily do that on social media by setting promotions on a regular basis. Absolutely. My own experience of radio advertising was that um, it, it didn't really work for, for us. And the, the, the perception that you have to have deep pockets to uh, to run successful radio or indeed TV campaigns is uh, was spot on because those that those that were running it sort of on the hour every hour or just before a certain popular program or in the middle of a certain popular program they were the ones that uh, they were the ones that for whom it did work. We didn't have those that sort of money, so we could only do ad hoc. Uh, ad hoc arrangements and when you did get an offer from from a radio station that was perhaps little known um, the the coverage was uh, 
was fairly bare as well. Some companies said they didn't know what sort of coverage they had, but they were sure that it was pretty good. <laughs> well, that's not good <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, was, not good no. enough for the price. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So it didn't really matter what it was costing. Uh, so, so, but yes, to have the to have the file to be able to put it on social media, to be able to uh, to, to be able to to put it across various different platforms, a huge bonus. So, if you have tried radio and it didn't work because of, because you didn't have the money to finance a, a real campaign, a serious campaign, you've still got the files for social media. Now, I was just going to have a quick look because we've mentioned it before, and I'll stick it in the show notes um, if I can't find it. Uh, there is, uh, talking about adverts and radio, uh, there are, uh, and I think it was Elaine who put me onto this in the first place, there is a, a podcasting platform that enables you to uh, put, you, you can either go on, if you're a podcaster, you can go on there to try and invite people to advertise on your show. And if you are someone who's interested in advertising on a podcast, then you can go in there and the, it's called Podcorn. That's it. I've got the name in front of me. So Podcorn basically allows us as businesses to go on there and find shows that are on a topic or a genre that is relevant for us or might just be a popular genre. You then have packages that the podcast show can create which offers pre, during and post uh, show slots and you pay whatever amount or indeed you can offer to pay a certain amount for those slots and obviously the price goes up the bigger the audience as you would expect uh, and it's well worth doing because as I say if you do something niche if you're a personal trainer and you don't want to do a podcast or you haven't quite got the time or the capacity then advertising on a show which is relevant to health or well-being it sounds like a good way of doing it and you're not talking the you know mass amounts of money it can be say 10 pound per episode the general going rates are between sort of 25 pound and 50 pound per episode but if you add that up and compare it as against to say a radio advert it, it actually probably works out substantially cheaper and you're probably getting a, a more focused audience would that be something you might be interested in elaine yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's always um, there's always opportunities out there, just like as you said there, that we're not aware of. Um, and without doubt, it's uh, it's definitely a good route for people because not everybody is comfortable sort of taking on the whole thing of doing the show and then editing the show and all of those things. And so I think it's a great opportunity for, for uh, people, businesses to do that definitely. And uh, and I know I know um, as you said. It's something that was on my radar. It's definitely slipped off my radar. Now you just kindly put it back on. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, so thank you for that. <laughs> and if all of that sounds too complicated, you can always just guest on another show, can't you, Chris? And then if you get the feed for that show or a copy of that show, it's great content for your platforms, your website, uh, and you haven't had to worry about how to do the recording, the editing, etc. That suits me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I, I, I've been very lucky to be to have been a guest on on Elaine's show. I was going to say Lorraine's then, but that's that's a different person, isn't it? Uh, on, on Elaine's show, and and I always look forward to to doing these with you two. 
Ah. We always we always learn and we ah. always have a bit of fun. And if if we, if you can match fun and learning, you cracked it really. So uh, I'm up for invitations to uh, to a fun podcast. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's audio. It's a very cursory one. What we might do is, if people want to message into goldfish at thepodstation.co.uk and perhaps ask us some specific questions on the topic of audio marketing, we we can perhaps do a, a show specifically geared towards that because there is an awful lot more that we could probably go into on the topic. But we just wanted to do a cursory review, not least because. Uh, we came up rather late with the show topic. Uh, but moving on to the next thing, which is sort of a, a, a similar vein as such, which is video. Now, you've got some uh, interesting stats there, haven't you, Mr. Roxburgh, for video and the benefits of doing it for your business? Well, I did have before we started. Yes, <laughs> no, I still have. I still have. Yeah, apparently, apparently, and I... I say that this is American research, so let's bear that in mind. <laughs> More than 500 million hours of videos are watched on YouTube every day. 500 million hours. Phenomenal. 87% of online marketers use video content. Now, I don't know how many online uh, online marketers you know, Mark, but I can't think of 87% of the people that I know who do, do online marketing actually meet, meet, meet the criteria. There's only, I'd say it was a much lower figure in the UK. Well, um, there's, there's lots of statistics out there about the benefit of using video, and I think we can probably agree that not all of them are necessarily accurate and all have to be put into context but there is a a running theme that you get a lot more engagement and you have a lot more success if you use video content i certainly use lots of video content in what i do and i i use lots of video content for my clients as well uh, so i perhaps fall into that 87 percent bracket because i i think it's a great way of doing it you can have so much fun with it I suppose this particular statistic doesn't qualify any length of time. So if it means ever, then yes, I fall into it. But but not not on a regular basis, I think, is is where I would be looking. There's, there's, a, there's a, a good one, good statistic here, if I can find it, about, <clears throat> about the number, the percentage of people who consume their video on mobile devices. So mobile device is rather a formal term for your phone. Uh, 92% of mobile video viewers share, share videos with others and 90% view it on a mobile device. Well, that, that should teach us a lesson, really, in as much as if we do, a vid, if we do, do a video, it needs to be, uh, be user-friendly on a mobile. And some aren't, and we would probably all seen examples of, uh, of some that just don't work on on video but but look fantastic on the, on the laptop what's the reason for that mark you're the you're the tech well i, I mean I, I suppose it's how we it's how we absorb this kind of medium nowadays uh, we'll come back to the promotional aspect of it 
you mentioned with one of your first stats, the YouTube and how many videos are watched. Uh, I mean, I don't know about YouTube, but I can't remember. YouTube, for me, falls into the same bracket as SatNav. Um, I can't remember or can hardly envisage how mankind or womankind ever managed to survive this far into our evolution without these two <laughs> things in existence. How did we get to places without SatNav? Um, yeah. And YouTube is much the same because, Elaine, your, your audio training packages mm. are fantastic and really good for digesting, but I use YouTube for pretty much getting instructions to do in anything that I don't know how to do. All my podcasting knowledge comes from YouTube. Well, let me sh share something with you. Over the weekend, it was um, my grandson's first birthday. And on Sunday night, which is birthday Monday, so on Sunday night, they, my daughter and son-in-law were like, oh, we've got to build this trike. I'm not, I'm not talking a little plastic trike. I'm talking one of those. It was like a pram-type trike, you think. And um, so it was like they got out the instructions. And the next thing, there was, well, was the, the, all the guys were in the hall building this trike while the women were having a drink. And we're like, what on earth are they doing? Then we could hear this, hear this voice which obviously wasn't one of their voices and what it said in these instructions is click click on to this youtube video and it will tell you how to build this trike so that just shows you doesn't it how the world's moved on it's like not even you don't even get written instructions now it's like this is this is going to talk you through how you do it. brilliant you know because you followed it and they built it and they could see it and it was like that made sense and all of that so it just shows you as you say you just can't imagine how um how we did we did do it without it. I mean, so many things on YouTube, uh, you know, how to God do all sorts of things that you would never imagine would be on there is is amazing. I quite agree with you. I don't know how we manage without it, really. Well, as you probably know, Elaine, men don't read instructions. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, yes. I, I tend to build things then take them apart and go on to YouTube to find out where I got where I went wrong. <laughs> um, and do the rebuild. So I do I do end up doing it twice. But the second time is um it, the second time works. Maybe so, that's uh, the art of YouTube. It makes us, as in men, feel like we're not reading the instructions when in actual fact we are just consuming the instructions <laughs> in a different form. Yes. In a more acceptable fashion. Because yeah. You get so frustrated with instructions that have been badly translated from Polish, Chinese, Vietnamese, whatever it might be. And it, I often feel it misses out certain very crucial elements, which is where I make my mistakes. So I don't bother, I haven't bothered with instructions for a long time. Just, oh, well, this looks straightforward. Let's put it together. Then you're left with X number of pieces. <laughs> well, do you know what? This thing only had one screw in it. Now, that's just quite hard to believe. If you saw the picture of it, it's one screw in the whole thing. But, you know, Allen keys, I think, and all sorts. But quite amazing, really. But, but it's, yeah. a great, it's a great way of doing a blog. I mean, if you do training, um, it doesn't even have to be training. I mean, I've seen some great ones. I've seen builders showing really clever unique ways in which they mix cement you know tips yeah. of how they do yeah. things and you look at that and you think well i'm probably never going to do that but that's really interesting and then they stick in your head and you might subscribe to their channel 
You might go and visit their website. You might even think, well, they're clever builders. I'm going to get them to come out and build me a patio because I'd love to watch them do yeah. it in real life because I can't be bothered doing it myself. Um, even though, even though they are in America, yeah. <laughs> but 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 it is it, it's very much like a, a video version of a, a blog in the same way as a podcast is very much an audio version of a blog, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there there are there are so many things. I, I agree that the possibilities are endless, aren't they? With with YouTube, even my podcast, I do like a a snapshot, uh, like a, a recast, they call it, don't they? and I put that on YouTube, and um, so you can find it on, on there as well. So it's there's just so many many things that I, I'm not a you know a guru at all on like SEO and all those things, but I do know the more the more you've got out there. The more people are looking at things, the better it is for, you, for your brand and your website and everything else, isn't it, really? And what's the address of your video channel, uh, Elaine? Well, I just imagine, I, I, you know, off the top of my head, I'm gathering and guessing it's um, to sum it up because, you know, I'm not really that creative, so I'm guessing I stuck with that. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll, just... ed, we'll edit that bit then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now the... I'll have a look. Now, the other form of, of video is very much promotional orientated. I mean, that's sort of indirect marketing. That's, the, as I said before, the type of blog where you're giving people tips, guidance, help, advice, you're giving them interesting content that might lead them into. Now, I'm particularly excited by the whole promotional thing because as someone who is a qualified commercial pilot and has a drone company that offers wonderful, amazing film and photography services quite frankly i can't understand anyone who wouldn't want this kind of stuff but i suppose one of the more traditional ways of using video is having it on your website to showcase things whether it be products services events and the like but of course you've got the likes of social media now which gives you an even easier way in which to push this stuff out now before we go into perhaps some of the ideas for uh, video content uh, we mentioned it earlier chris uh, the selfie video content uh, which is something that i don't know whether this is something that's become a bigger trend worldwide or nationwide or whether it's just become a bigger trend within our networking circles which is why it keeps on popping up on my news feed we have had mark waldron who came on to our show who is uh, certainly for us quite well renowned for doing a good old selfie video and gets lots of content have either of you dared yet to wade into the selfie video sphere i don't mind going first here and uh, holding my hands up and saying no um, <laughs> I, I i did i did attempt it three weeks ago i promised uh, i promised a networking group that I was encouraged to take the plunge. Um, I said, right, okay, before next week, before we meet again, I will do one. Well, I did, but it never saw the light of day. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I'm just not comfortable with the whole, with the whole process, really. And uh, I'm full of admiration for Mark for, for doing uh, well, at, at least one a day. <laughs> I'm getting tremendous traction on uh, on his, on, on what, what he puts out on, on LinkedIn. It, it, it's not for me, I don't think. I'm not going to say never, but 
at the moment, I don't think it's for me. 10 Minutes, 10 Days, 10 Actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. Now, Elaine, when we first started investigating this type of video, uh, the assumption mm-hmm. was that certainly because Mark's engagement stats on his page are so good that it was that video content that was the reason why i think since then certainly i have had a bit more of an inkling that it's more of a wider strategy and to be fair to mark he did say this when he was on the show that time that there's an awful lot more to it but now more and more i see within networking groups and within social media groups People will do these videos, post the link into those groups and ask the members within that group if they could like, comment and share. And that's actually a large amount of the traction from these posts comes from that as opposed to necessarily the video content. Because I have to say, not Mark, because I think Mark does a good job, but there are other people who seem to have done them who I wouldn't necessarily put to the same standard, but have tried to follow that similar theme i didn't know whether you had any thoughts on this well i i think generally first of all i'll just say this i I think that we're all good at some things and not so good at others and that's not to say you shouldn't try new things um i think there's always a uh, you know i'm I'm a big on stretch yourself and learn new things and i i I do do that myself Uh, but i don't think everything's right for everyone so you know, it's 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 like saying to every single person, well, you you know, we've got a business. Well, you've got to be on Facebook, or you've got to be doing that. Well, no, you don't actually. You know, you you've got to do what's right for you. And I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a believer in um, you know, is it is it is it right to do something really badly or not do it at all? Um, I'm I'm not really. I wouldn't be very comfortable putting something out there that I thought, oh, well, I gave it a go. I know it's absolutely hideous, but I gave it a go. Yes, I'd give it a go and might share it with a few people and who are going to be really honest with me and say, what do you think? But would I, would I do it because I felt pressured on everybody's doing it? You need to do it. I, I just don't buy into that at all. I um, think you've got to do what's right for you. Um, and um, from my own personal point of view, I am going to do some videos on a couple of things as part of my next bit of my strategy. I am going to do some, but I'm not feeling pressure to do it. I'm doing it because it fits within this thing that I'm going to do next. But I don't I don't think we should feel pressured that everybody's doing it. So we need to do Well, we're not all the same. So why does why does that work? No point in waking up in a hot sweat thinking I've got to do it when actually it's really not your thing. I suppose both the audio and the video as a concept it boils back to something we bang on about regularly, or certainly I do, about being part and parcel of your brand. And it's, it's got to match and mirror what you want people to see and perceive for your business. So, for example, 
you can't have a, a ridiculous clown comedy style video or an audio advert if your business is say i don't know a funeral director and you're you're trying to come across as as professional and caring and because you, it it's too far away it's too far removed from the the perception mm-hmm. the brand style that you've got if you are a certain type of business doing one of these videos and I don't want to get bogged down too much on just these types of videos because lots of other things but your videos and your 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 audio needs to be very much consistent with the the brand style that you've got in all your other areas and doing sort of selfie videos might not be or might not match that perception chris I agree with that mark however I think we could all be we could all be seduced by the figures, couldn't we? We've got we've got a video fact here that viewers retain ninety five percent of a message when they watch it in a video compared to ten percent when reading it in a text. That's the sort of stat that could persuade me that uh, maybe I maybe I could do a video. Maybe it won't come naturally, but maybe I could practice. And it would come more naturally the more I, the more I practice, because if ninety-five percent of my my message is going to be is going to be retained, more likely to be retained on a video, then that's that's a pretty powerful, uh, pretty powerful reason to uh, to embrace it, isn't it? It is. Of course, you've yeah. got things like Fiverr that offer sort of videos, and a lot of these yes. because of the cost of them. You can get some for tuppence, certainly, but they are largely templates that they're inserting videos or inserting text to customize it for you. However, some of them do look very good. Some of them can be very effective and very consistent with your branding, and they can perhaps get over the same message if you're not comfortable or you don't think a, a selfie video um, or one done by yourself is suitable, really. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. a really good point. Um, you've probably heard of Ripple. I think it's R I double P L, and they do like little. You know, you can well you can do them yourself, like a little animated uh, video clips. And and I'll give a, a good shout out to Ian Brody, who I follow. I think he's a, an amazing guy, and he has a little character, a cartoony type character of him on a lot of his things, and he, they're just brilliant. So there there are always options. And it's what feels right for you. So sort of to back up what I said before, it's, and Chris is right, you know, the f- figures absolutely show that, you know, it's, it's obviously the, the way to go in some shape or form, but find the route that is right for you. Don't feel like you have to do it like other people are doing it if it's just not comfortable for you, uh, because there are absolutely tons of options now. And, um, you know, you can get help with it and, uh, and then you know some of them are relatively inexpensive, really. So yes, all very interesting there, isn't it? So what what kind of content, what kind of video content can we recommend people try and post about using videos or use on their website? We've obviously covered sort of training blog style vid- videos, I suppose. So training, it might be say doing those selfie videos to talk about what you do in the day or giving say a tip. Have we got any other ideas? I've got a couple here, but I just wanted to pick your brains first. Well, how-to videos would be uh, 
would be would be useful something to do with your business um it's always good to give a give a little bit of of yourself away and a how-to video is uh, is the perfect vehicle for doing that elaine yeah yeah what what are the ones i use the first one i used actually um it was a, an audio was a chirbit at C-H-I-R-B-I-T, and that is, um, it, it, they start off with a, a free package, um, but it, that's basically, you can just record yourself, and it can, I think it can be up to 10 minutes or something like that, or it may even be longer, but it's a really good way of then you can just, you, you can just insert that link into your Facebook page, or so it's say if you're wanting to, you're, you had a group, and you want to communicate with them daily or put a, a motivational message or whatever that looked like, you could literally do do that. And it's so quick. Um, it really is because you're literally just talking and then you cut, um, you know, take the link off the site and put it in. It, it takes no time at all. And obviously you can pre-record them and schedule them. Um, and that was just a, a bit of a, you know, two-minute message in the morning Um I think you know it's really, really useful, really useful for that sort of thing. Because there's no doubt people send me sometimes, sure they do with you as well, uh, the little message bit on LinkedIn where they've sent you an audio, and that's just really quite nice to to get like a a, a bit of a, a you know hi thanks for connecting message from people. It makes a bit of a change, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, it's different. So it's it's better room for it. It's definitely different to those big, long, boring standard text messages that you get. In your, in your LinkedIn <laughs> inbox. Um, I, I've jotted a few down here. Showcasing your services and your products is always yeah. a good way of doing it. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything flash. I mean, if you, you come to somebody like me and uh, we can do stuff that is really, you know, bespoke and really nice and clean and it doesn't cost the earth, but it could be something as simple as just walking around with your phone, uh, recording a video using your phone, just walking around your shop or taking a picture of somebody making a, a pallet or or whatever it might be that, that they're particularly doing. So you can showcase what you do. You can showcase what's going on during the course of your day if there's something exciting happening. It might be an event. So recording events is always a great way of, of doing it. And then you can always compile it into a, a promo video. Or you can keep the footage. I'd always say if you do these videos and you do them well, keep them somewhere in a folder because you can then dip into them as a resource if you don't have videos and resources there's loads of um sort of stock video accounts that you can set up to as a general rule i don't think the there's particularly lots of stock video accounts that are free but there's certainly some which don't cost the earth at all and you can usually get videos of something that's relevant to what you're doing and you can use those which is a great way of using professional quality videos but without having to go and pay for a photographer to do it for you it's great for competitions if you want to promote a competition or a special offer that you've going on so for me there's quite there's a huge amount of use and what you need to remember is if you keep all these different elements that form the basis of these videos then you can actually recycle them so it might be on your website might be used on your social media you might be able to retweak it so you might be able to use the same video but by doing it in a different way or using it with different music and putting different text on the top you can completely change the fact that it's been used before and use it again so you're you're maximizing the usage of something that you might have paid for once so a good example for me is the drone footage that i often do 
people can use on the website, they can put it on the YouTube channel, they can post it on the social media. And then, as I said before, you can cut and edit and recycle it for promotional videos for as long as you want. Yeah, no, it is. It's it's good. It's good. I've seen some great, um, great videos, and equally sure, like everybody else, I've seen some really bad ones. But you know, that said, you go as you said before about YouTube. How much we all use YouTube? Am I bothered whether you know what this person sounds like or whatever? If they, if I know want to know some information, that person's telling me. I'm not thinking anything other than. Have I got the information I need? <laughs> so you know, perhaps, perhaps it, you know, part of the problem for me is that I get too hung up on thinking what will other people think about when they see it. But actually, if they're getting the information they need and it's helpful and useful, it's all about the content, isn't it, and how it's helping people. Um, so uh, I did say at the outset it was going to be a very cursory one, much the same as I said with audio. If anyone has any specific requests for things they'd like us to cover about video as well, it's just go to, send us an email to gofish at thepodstation.co.uk and we'll happily do a show in itself. We might even get some experts in, certainly on the likes of the video stuff, uh, perhaps to throw in some more ideas. But I think we've definitely covered enough ideas for how you can use these things and there's definitely been plenty of tips of tools that people can use themselves to try and have a go at doing it. And as we always say, if ultimately you can't do it yourself or you just don't have the time, then you, you go and see the experts, don't you, Chris? You do indeed. Uh, so if you've covered everything there, have we got anything else that anyone wants to mention? No, apart from the fact that um, I'm now, you know, on Pinterest and being dabbling, you know, after our last episode. Uh, there we are. Well, it was on my to-do list for Friday, and then Friday became chaotic. So I am. It is on my. I'm going to do it very soon. List. I'm going camping next week, so I might do it whilst in on camping, uh, on a camping trip, and it's raining outside. <laughs> this, this wild camping, Mark. It is actually, but you know, you can charge your phone up using your car these days, can't you? <laughs> I'm never too far from technology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed uh, to say. If you've enjoyed this show, and Elaine has just alluded to that fact, there are plenty of previous shows that you can listen to which cover a lot of the topics that you would usually expect within the marketing area. You can go back and listen to those. If you go to the podstation.co.uk forward slash go fish, you'll find all of those previous shows. And they're also on all the major podcast platforms. Uh, so probably whichever one you prefer you will find us on there it's just go fish marketing tips apple google play spotify deezer stitcher so there's a whole host there you can check them out if you would like to be a guest on the show if you think there's a topic that you could add then you're welcome to email us at gofish at the podstation.co.uk or if you've got a topic or even a question on something that we've already covered uh, then send us a, an email or direct messages on social media we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Although Twitter has locked our GoFish account because Twitter does that annoying once a month. You've got to verify it. And if you don't verify it five minutes after it's locked, it locks you permanently. And then you've got to email them and wait for two weeks for the idiots to unlock it again. Sadly, I've had all of mine locked. Oh, it's a farce. I, 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 I have to go through this ordeal once a month. And bearing in mind, I've got about 20 active Twitter accounts that get used in one form or another whether it be for clients or for personal stuff 
it's just a pain in the bum. Yeah. Um, so Twitter, yeah. sort it out because it's annoying. But yeah, you can message us on Twitter. We might not get back to you for a couple of weeks until Twitter <laughs> fixes that problem. So, uh, fantastic. Um, guys, if, if anyone wants to get hold of you to get some marketing expertise or indeed if they want to use your training skills and book themselves onto your course or in your case elaine buy one of your audio packages then how can they do it we'll start with you mr oxborough very good yep thank you very much <clears throat> i think you failed to mention that the next uh, next podcast will be recorded from a, a campsite in london no uh, mark um <laughs> So we're up, we're on location next time for anyone who can who can make it. I can be contacted for uh, for adv- any advice about um, social media training, etc., etc. I do lots of etc. at guy at my marketing guy. There are two G's in the middle. dot co dot uk. So that's guy at my marketing guy. dot co dot uk. Fantastic. And Elaine, how did they get hold of you? Um, I'll buy my website's probably uh, the easiest or email, so which is all the W's to sum it up dot com and that's two M's in the middle. And uh, my email is the same Elaine at two sum it up dot com and I, I sort of can do a vast array of things around sales if you've got to the place where you're a little bit stuck or you're feeling like you uh, you know, things have been a bit rough lately and you you've lost your focus and you need to um have a bit of a a recap or a review of where you're at, then uh, all ears for that. And um, I do uh, the power of an hour as well. So there's all sorts of different ways I can, can help you, but you'll find them all on the website. And if you want some help with your audio, your video marketing plans, then give me a shout. It's mark at funkyvibes.co.uk. And the website, the long-awaited website, will be live very shortly. Uh, it's funkyvibes.co.uk. Or you can check us out on all of the social medias, which aren't locked, because I managed to get them sorted before Twitter decided to lock everything else down. So, without further ado, thank you very much for your, all your help, guys, and we'll we'll catch you all next time. Thank you very much. Bye thank you. Bye-bye. Get social at go underscore fish marketing on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter.